Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. This is going to be a Worlds Collide deck. Let's see what we find. This is a nice blue Archon, looks like. It's called Brewmander, the Acolyte Rogue. Hmm. I think we're going to get Logos. The Acolyte makes me think maybe that. Brobnar Untamed. Logos Brobnar Untamed. That's what I'm guessing here. We got Brobnar. We got Untamed. We got Dees, not, uh, not Logos. So I was actually pretty close. I feel like I made a good call there. I'm bad at this, but I feel like in that case, I, I probably was, was guessing based on skill. It wasn't just luck. I have enough guessing skill to occasionally get two out of three houses right. like a weird tangle in the plastic here. Okay. There we go. Alright. So, all, you know, houses that have that are not new. So, we'll see what we get. Uh, with Brobnar, I'm hoping for a good version of Brobnar here. That's going to have some, you know, Berserker Slam, uh, Ganger Chieftains, stuff like that, um, that can go fast. In, uh, in Untamed, I'm hoping for maybe some Ghost Hawk going on, maybe, uh, yeah, just generally some fast stuff. And in Dece, um, I think I'm probably hoping for some more player control type stuff, like maybe wouldn't mind getting some snags to go with the Brobnar. That could be pretty okay. Alright, starting in Brobnar, we start with Alaka. That gives us something fast. Uh, it's a four-power giant that says, if you've used a creature to fight this turn, Alaka enters play ready. That's very nice if it works out. Barn raising I don't love. This is an action that says for the remainder of the turn, your opponent loses an amber each time a friendly creature fights. The question is how many times can we trigger that? Um, and probably not that many, but we'll see. I like Roke. Five power giant with fight. Your opponent loses one. Really nice if you can smash it into elusive stuff before killing them with something else. So you get more uses out of it. Narp is an eight power giant with one armor that says its neighbors can't reap. One of those I'm fine with. I like that big creature. We'll see. Two of those. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, we didn't get three. Two is two is okay. That's still like you just have a big board presence. You can smash dinos. It's okay. Shorty is a four-power giant with assault four and reap and rage it. So you really want to use this to fight anyway. S stick it between your narps and uh, be happy. Ooh, we have a stiltkin. It's a two-power goblin with skirmish, and it says after a goblin, after a giant creature is played adjacent to Stilkin, ready and fight with Stilkin. Uh, okay, that's good. Where's my Ganger Chieftain? 
Tremor. Stun a creature and each of its neighbors. Classic. Uh, good board control. I feel like it's less good in Worlds Collide. Um, why do I feel that way? I think because I, I really just wish I had Relentless Assault instead. Little Rapskull is a two-power goblin with Elusive that says creatures must fight when used if able. Um, that mitigates the effect of the NARP a little bit. I mean, because we're, we're already going to give ourselves this effect. Um, and, uh, and hopefully we're able to just wipe the opponent's board turn after turn. We'll see what we get, though. Ogopogo is a six-power giant. After it attacks and destroys a creature, you may deal two damage to a creature. Overrun says uh, it's an action with a bonus amber, and it says if three or more enemy creatures have been destroyed this turn, your opponent loses two. It's a little overkill. Well, it's over something. Ooh, and then a Mugwump. It's a six-power giant that says after an enemy creature is destroyed, fighting Mugwump, fully heal it and give it a plus one power counter. So we have... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, we have a big board here. The question is, can we? You know, well, one question is, is it fast enough? And I, I'm a little worried because we have we have Stilkin that's good for plinking stuff, but it doesn't do much. We have Alaka, but we really have to leave these creatures out for a turn and then call Robnar later again to get value out of them. So that is a little bit of a problem. Um. If we get barn raising at just the right time, if we get overrun at just the right time, then it's worth it. But if those don't come up at the right time, and we probably don't have archive in here, then uh, then that could be not good. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Binding irons. It gives your opponent three chains. Two of those in these. Okay. Then we have a buzzle. It's a three power beast with skirmish. And play fight, you may purge one of Buzzle's neighbors if you do ready Buzzle. This gives us a little bit of board control in Dece, uh, if we're willing to purge our stuff, which we probably are. Draining Touch, destroy a creature with no amber on it. A little bit more board control. Adoram, four power demon with reap, destroy a creature of the house with the most creatures in play. Exhume, action with the bonus amber. After you play it, you choose a creature in your discard pile, and you may play that creature as if it belonged to the active house and was in your hand. And there's nothing in here really, in you know, so far, that I would be really excited about doing that with. So we'll see what we get. Festering Touch. Bonus Amber. Choose up to two creatures. Deal one damage to each chosen creature. If that creature was already damaged, deal three instead. Like, you know, if you play this after the Stiltkin, maybe you're able to finish off stuff that the Stiltkin did tiny damage to, I guess. Um, so, you know, and this is always okay for plinking for plinking ones or for plinking wards. Harbinger of Doom, uh, I don't know that we need a board wipe here. It's a two-power demon with three armor that, after being destroyed, destroys each creature. Of course, worth noting... If you play this with a Draining Touch, it can be an instant board wipe. Okay. Now we're talking. Infernus is a four-power demon. After you play it, you purge up to two cards from a discard pile. Your opponent loses amber equal to the total amber bonus of the purged cards. So uh, you could use this to thin out some of your Brobnar cards or to, you know, get rid of key cards from your opponent's deck and potentially make them lose Amber in the process. Really nice. 
wouldn't have minded seeing two of those, especially with the Exhum, but we just got one. The Evil Eye is an action with a bonus amber that makes keys cost plus three during your opponent's next turn. That's nice. Two of those, okay. Better chance of having it when we need it. And here is, you know, it's so funny. Oh, I guess it's just an uncommon. I was thinking, why do I keep getting so many of these? But it's because it's an uncommon, not a rare. Um, Eye on the Fringes is a one power imp with elusive that says during your turn, after you discard a discard from your hand, you may purge a discard from a discard pile, and if you do, steal one. Uh, so that turns cards that were bad into good cards, right? Like, um, maybe you decide, hey, I don't need Harbinger, so you just discard it, purge it, and uh, steal. Um, same with Draining Touch, depending on the situation. Same with maybe the Binding Irons, you decided it'd be better to steal. The, unfortunately, like, these cards are good enough that I don't know that I want to purge most of them, but uh, could still be okay. And of course, people tend to forget you can discard your own discard and then purge one of your opponent's discards from their discard pile using Eye in the Fringes as well. So that can be some additional purge along with of your opponent's stuff along with the uh, the Infernus. So don't forget that. Okay. So that's cool. Uh, overall, I still feel like the deck is a little underwhelming so far, but we'll see how it goes. Let's see what we get in the Untamed. Ooh, we got a we we got an anomaly. We got the worst anomaly, but still cool. Um, Nizak the Forgotten is a six power dragon and scion that says while fighting, Nizak the Forgotten gains invulnerable, which means it cannot be destroyed or dealt damage. After an enemy creature is destroyed fighting Nizak the Forgotten, return that creature to its owner's hand. Um, so, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. We'll see. Cauldron Boil is an action with a bonus amber. You deal damage to each creature equal to the amount of damage on that creature. That's not a bad follow-up from the Festering Touch. Or from the Silken. Deepwood Druid is a three-power elf witch with deploy and play reap fully heal a neighboring creature. Got two of those. A key charge. It's an action that says lose an amber. If you do, you may forge a key at current cost. Molfin is a three power beast with hazardous three and it says after amber is stolen from you, deal one damage to each enemy creature for each amber stolen. That can also be good to follow up with the cauldron boil or maybe next turn with the festering touch. Interesting. Molfin, of course, the Molfin damage is likely is going to be done on your opponent's turn because they're the one stealing from you then unless they have chin can have it fire on your turn. Uh, Tantadlin is a 9 power tree that only deals 2 damage when fighting, but after it fights you discard a random card from your opponent's archives. That's interesting. Unnatural Selection is more board control. It's an uh, action with a bonus amber that says choose 3 friendly creatures and 3 enemy creatures and destroy each other creature. So you choose 3 creatures to survive on each side, everything else dies. 2 of those, interesting. Fangtooth Cavern is an artifact with a bonus amber that says at the end of your turn, destroy the least powerful creature. 
In this deck, we don't have a lot of ones. We have the Eye on the Fringes, which would make me very sad if Fangtooth Cavern is destroying my Eye on the Fringes. A couple of twos, and then mostly big stuff. So, I feel like, except for the Eye on the Fringes, this is probably good for us. And lastly, we have Wild Spirit, which is an upgrade with a bonus amber that gives a creature reap capture one. Uh, maybe if you put that in the Nizak, it, it makes it pretty good to capture stuff onto. Um... feel like this deck is overall just kind of like, uh, it's not great. Um, <laughs> 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So, I mean, 10 bonus amber pips. But the unnatural selections are probably not great to play most of the time. We'll see. Probably not, though. I probably don't even want to play the Fangtooth Cavern unless the Eye on the Fringes is already in the discard pile. Um, Infernus is nice, the, the Evil Eyes are nice, the Exum is nice, the Brahminar is just kind of, kind of sad over there. Yeah, I feel like this is just kind of, uh, it's just kind of okay, it's not sure who it wants to be, it's got its, it's got its, uh, you know, it's got its literature degree, but but uh, still not sure what it wants to do. <laughs> Sorry, no offense to anybody with literature degrees. I know a lot of people uh, with literature degrees are awesome. Just stereotyping. Uh, anyway, yeah, I it's uh it's it's a deck. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll give it a try and, and see if it exceeds my expectations and uh, anyway it was fun looking through it fun to see that Nizak that's like I said my first time opening one of those so uh, and I, I love the art on it it's, it's a really nice one um, I just wish it were a more exciting card effect but that's alright um, thanks for watching hope you enjoyed and that you'll get out there and forge some keys